Django. Django. Episode 5, you have entered the lab. We're going to jump right into it. Uh, myself and Ford has just finished watching. Uh, I wish we were live streaming, but we weren't. We just watched a phenomenal ending to a game of the Bills and Chiefs. Uh, put your tongue away, man, because I got a lot to say about this. This is great. Legendary shit. Man, bro. Legendary shit for real. Um, kind of just crazy plays all over the field. Great QB play. I mean... That should have been the AFC Championship game. Like, that was a game of the season I've seen. I mean, one of the better games. Just awesome QB play. Um, my, my biggest takeaway is I'm cool with first touchdown um, wins in the regular season. But for the playoffs, like, especially in that kind of game, Josh Allen, Bill's playing their ass off, especially on the road like that. Like, playoffs, you need to give that other team another chance and kind of do it how – College football does it after the first few times. It's just two-point conversion. There's no extra points. And try and figure something out like that so we don't get robbed of, you know, even something better that could have been. But, bro, fucking crazy ending. Chiefs scored in 13 seconds. To get right? It to uh, it's just crazy how, how quick teams score uh, in today's NFL, whether you have no timeouts or obviously the Chiefs at the end of their game, they had three timeouts. So, you know, leaving it with a minute, and plus with three timeouts is an eternity for them. But um, on what you said about the, um, so we don't get gypped and redoing the overtime rules. I liked it when they changed it, obviously to, you can't just go 30 yards and kick a field goal and win yeah, the game. Goal, yeah. At the end of the day, the chiefs ran it down the bills mouths in overtime and they scored a touchdown. So you almost deserve to win at that point. But uh, of course we all as fans want to see the game keep going, right? We want to see yeah, triple overtime the way those two teams were, were driving the ball in the second half. But someone's got to win eventually. So the Chiefs just happened to get the coin toss. They got the ball, and, and they scored with Kelsey. And, and what did you need? You were hype about the Kelsey catch. Oh, what I had, did you I had need Kelsey for... anytime touchdown, baby. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> he got in the last possible yeah. moment of that game, that's for sure. He, he did it again, man. Travis Kelsey has that clutch gene. He scored – and OT, I think it was OT against the Chargers or like last play of the game or something like that, that back and forth game against the Chargers. So, yeah, I mean, I was hype about that. You know, a little bet, $50, but a dub's a dub. I'll take it. Hey, absolutely. I'm trying to look up some stats now, obviously, now that the game's over. So Josh Allen, four touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, he also ran the ball 11 times for 68 yards. Um, Gabriel Davis. All to Gabriel uh, NFL. Davis, yeah. NFL record, four TDs, uh, 201 yards, eight receptions. So Bill's offense was on one. They just obviously let Patrick Mahomes three touchdowns, no interceptions. He also ran for 69 and a touchdown. Uh, not much running game. Uh, Clyde Edwards had 60 yards, but and then Tyreek uh, Hill had uh, 150 for a touchdown. Kelsey obviously had the, the game-winning touchdown, but damn. What a game. Um, Bills, obviously, they'll look back at it, you know, defense-wise because their offense is capable of doing whatever they now. need, but their defense <laughs> is their backbone, um, and they just gave up, you know, too much to obviously a great offense, uh, a team that's able to you – know, has that experience in a short amount of time uh, in the last three or four years. But, damn, what a what an instant classic of a game. Yeah, I might have to just find a way to rewatch that because – Dude, I mean, just the whole the whole game. Like we we were talking about when we were gonna do this, and uh, we we were like nine o'clock, and I was like, after the first quarter, I was like, I don't know, man, we might have to push this shit back till the game's over because I knew that shit was gonna be back and forth. And I mean, we got we got exactly what we wanted. I I don't know how we're gonna get a better game. It's it's gonna be tough, but all the games this week were were crazy. I just Pat Mahomes does things on the football field that. 
yeah, like they hype him up. ESPN like is always on him, but like deservedly so because some of the throws that man was making and like just escaping out of the pocket was crazy. And you can see that Josh Allen's just on that same path. So I don't know. These these are the if these teams stay together like how they are, these are the two teams in the AFC for the next three, four, five years. Yeah, we all benefit uh, from that. Obviously, they had the game uh, last year that the picture um, we posted just now before we hopped on about Diggs watching the celebration. Um, he's going to have to do it again, unfortunately. But that Bills team is is built for the long term for sure. They got great management, great fans, great players. They, they'll they come together and they'll have their run at one point. Obviously, we thought it was going to be this year for sure, putting it all together. I had them in our uh, preseason predictions of – of them going to the Super Bowl, I think I had them as the uh, the Super Bowl champions. I also had uh, Allen as the MVP. Um, not far off from either of those predictions, but as we've seen in in the Green Bay game, and we'll get into that. But it, it's sometimes certain runs, it's hard to win in football, and you you almost get appreciative when you look back at your teams as a Giants fan, looking back at the Eli runs, how how almost improbable they were. You know what I mean? Like Eli Manning doesn't sniff anything close to an MVP in the regular season. Doesn't, you know, is not the 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 fancy nice car that you look at as a quarterback. But wild he just got team. it done. Just wild card team, road yeah. road uh, warriors, like nine and seven type shit. Yeah, yeah, man. Never had. A, I think they had in the entire two. Um, two runs they had one home game and that was against I think the Atlanta Falcons in the first round of the second run but after that it was all away games at that point so pretty wild that um we're starting to see you know how hard it is really I mean we see it every year but especially this year with obviously two number one seeds going down in the NFC and the AFC Mm -hmm. yeah both both number one seeds out like I was thinking you know especially with what you just said I think like the when it comes to the NFL playoffs, you want the least amount of pressure as possible. Of course, you know, with Green, Green Bay number one seed, they were the best team all year. They got Aaron Rodgers, who's probably going to be the MVP. You know, all the, all the pressure's really on them to, to win. You know, San Fran and um, I guess Cincinnati, they don't really have – Cincinnati was just happy to be there. You know, they won their first home playoff uh, – first playoff game on the road ever. So – you kind of want that least amount of pressure as possible just so you can kind of like focus on what you got to do. And I mean, it's, we, we've been blessed, man. We were blessed with, with this weekend of, of great, great football and just all that shit down to the wire. Cause you can get great football and it'd be a one-sided game, but all these games are just so close. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how it gets better. <laughs> honestly. For real. And we got four teams left. We started with uh, this weekend with eight uh, going into it. Uh, obviously now I'm getting more into football than I have than ever. Cause I've been watching more of the Pat McAfee show and all they do the 90% of what they talk about is football. And it's really got me into the playoffs and excited for it. Cause I haven't been really locked in. Obviously we do the podcast that gets me more locked in than ever, but um, knowing about the teams, knowing about uh, a little bit more of the, their personnel kind of going into it, not just watching a game, kind of knowing um, some key notes, going in for, for each team, taking it back to, you know, your Cincinnati Bengals versus <laughs> Titan, uh, Tennessee Win, Titans. Cincinnati. There you go. Uh, we had uh, McPherson uh, kick them into the to the next round. What did you see from that game that you kind of got you hyped? Because that was the first game that started off. I thought, t- I, I, I thought Tennessee would take it, number one seed going into it. Um, I thought Cincinnati would show up and be exciting, but I thought the Titans would – you know, ground and pound and make the game slow uh, versus what the Bengals are, like kind of high flyers and run up the score and stuff like that. Yeah, that boy Harrington back. He want, he wanted yeah, to back. <laughs> um, No, that game, man, just kind of really showed me who, who Joe Burrow is. Um, I was never really that hype on Joe Burrow just coming out of college, but, I mean, he, he's a real deal. Um, he can get it done. Joe Mixon just did what he had to do. But, I mean, that – that was probably the the most defensive game we saw this weekend. Um, Tennessee's defense came to play. Uh, Cincinnati needs to get an O-line. They got to protect that. They got everything else pretty much. Um, but I 
I think that game was really – and it's funny saying it because he's former Dolphin, but Ryan Tannehill, man, like you get Derrick Henry back, he scores. You know, the, the crowd is on your side. You're at home. But, like, he made some iffy throws there, and I don't know, you, you kind of need better decision-making on that side. But that Cincinnati and Chiefs game, Cincinnati already beat them. But it's a playoff, so it's, it's a different animal. But – it's it's gonna be fun to to see that AFC matchup. You got you got Pat Mahomes, who's you know already established in the league, and now you got Joe Burrow coming coming up right behind him. And it's it's gonna be fun to see that uh, QB matchup. I I don't know who who wins that game. I, I had Cincinnati beating Tennessee. I didn't think Derrick Henry was, although he scored. It's it's tough, especially for a guy his size coming back after breaking you know a bone in his foot like that. He cuts a lot. He's very agile for a bigger back. So. I don't, I don't know how much he's going to affect him, but A.J. Brown did his thing, so. Yeah, he had a great game. Tannehill has to do something to, to, to get them over that that stop. Over that, I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but over that hedge and just win that football game for them. Yeah, uh, Tannehill had three picks. Um, A.J. Brown had 142 uh, yards and a touchdown. Running game of, of Henry, everybody was excited. He had 20 carries, which – he came into the game not having a quote-unquote pitch count. 20 carries is a good amount. I think he averages more than that, uh, 62 yards. So he wasn't dominant. He had a touchdown in the Wildcat formation um, early in the game. I think it was maybe the first touchdown of the game. Uh, was, and, then, yeah. and then on the other side, Burrow got sacked nine times. And people yeah. were putting out memes right away of his knee. You know, nine oh. times getting hit, that offensive line – and when they won, I said, great. That's awesome. At the end of the day, you're just trying to win in advance. Get down. Stop. Uh, sorry. Uh, they're trying to just – they're trying to win at the end of the day. But the fact that your man got sacked nine times um, with that offensive line is, is is not healthy. You know, it's not good. Five or, five or six times a lot. Nine is a lot, yeah. Nine is – You know, you're putting your, your quarterback at risk. Hundred percent. Yeah, you don't want to see your your QB get hit that many times, and that's just sacks. And that's the times that they actually got to him. Like I'm sure he took probably 15 QB hits and all that other stuff. But I mean, Cincinnati got a young, talented team. All the hype is on Jamar Chase right now, but T. Higgins and, and Boyd, those are some players. And I mean, C.J. Uzuma is good too. So I mean, they'll figure it out, and they they got a bright future. So. They're going to be exciting to watch all these young, all those young players on that team. Yeah, I know the NFL. Obviously, you know they always say, "Oh, NFL wants all these uh, major markets or these big stars." But every once in a while, you have to have those years that um, those unproven young teams just make a run. You know, that's what the Warriors started off at one point. At one point, they weren't the favorites to win. They had some battles in the beginning of the uh, Curry Thompson era and Draymond Green, and they weren't a bet to win. And now look at them, you know, uh, I guess you could say they're in a major market of San Fran and Oakland, but you need these young, excited teams to come up. So you don't have the Tom Brady's winning every single year, right? The stat was, this is the first NFC um, championship or something like that, where uh, Brady isn't and Rogers aren't in it in the last like 10 years or something like that, or not NFC, but I think championship, championship or something like yeah. that, which, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you love to see your your goats in in big games and and down the stretch of playoffs, but you love to see the Bengals. They got they got a super young team. Uh, you don't know what's going to happen if they make a run. It's a good story. So NFL's got to be yeah. excited about that. Yeah, I was glad they won just because you know even though they they were the you know lower seed and uh, Tennessee was the number one seed like. You want to see Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, you know, in that championship game. You don't want to see Ryan Tannehill in that thing. So, you know, they Tennessee, like, they, I feel like they do this every year. Like, they have a great regular season. They they get in the playoffs at least the past few years, um, and then they just they just choke. They they give it up somehow, some way. So, I, I don't know what it is. Their defense played great. They had one. You know, Simmons was all in the backfield, and fired is nasty. So, I don't know what they're going to do, but Cincinnati is, is lit. Cincinnati's lit. Yeah, they're fun to watch, for sure, whether it's uh, at the quarterback, at the running back position with Mixon, and obviously with, with Chase. Uh, they're a fun team, and they, they got a lot of wide receivers. 
um, that that make it interesting. But the second game, obviously, of yesterday <clears throat> was a shocker. I've, it took me a good 30 minutes to get over. Obviously, we both have Rodgers as the regular season MVP going into this season. Um, unknown what he's a free agent. Unknown where he's going to be after this season. Garoppolo, 49ers, Robbie Gold going to Green Bay, Lambeau, Snowy at the end of that game, and and they and they take it. They steal that game, in my opinion, uh, because no matter what was happening late, I thought Rodgers and something would happen, something would turn, and they just scrappiness and and the ball turning their way went their way, which I, I was my jaw dropped at the end of that game, even when that field goal went through. I was still shocked. It, it wasn't even it wasn't assumed that Robbie Gold was going to make that. But uh, did you feel that way as well? Because that's yeah. how it was chilling with a few people here. Yeah, I was kind of just watching that. And I was like, "Damn, did that really happen?" And like, of course, you know, the media got to like go in and get their their shining moment and follow Rogers and zoom in on Rogers, you know, leaving the field. But I I don't understand. I was trying to watch that game and like I didn't understand really what was going on. Like. It was a low-scoring game, which I didn't think it was going to be low-scoring. AJ Dillon scored the only touchdown for the for the Packers. Like Devontae Adams did what he had to do, but they the Packers couldn't just they couldn't make that big play. You know, like San Francisco, like they're they're that really really annoying team in the playoffs right now. Like how they play football, they just run the ball and they make plays when you need to make them. Like, if it's third down and five, like, they'll get that third down stop. They got a really pesky defense, Fred Warner, you know, annoying out there. They, he made a big play. I've seen and, that tweet, yeah, with the yeah, with taunting the a little bit. Yeah, and then just Mason Crosby missing that field goal, even though it's only three points, that, that was huge. Like, I don't understand how that happens. And then the punt block for a touchdown, like, that's that's a huge momentum shifter to tie the game and you think even right, when that I, happened I still you know, didn't think they were gonna win yeah, you know what I mean like you know, I was just like all right they got a like, touchdown they're coming but yeah. like I still was like nah that's that can't be enough yeah I, I saw a tweet and it kind of like made sense for a little bit it was like you know Packers played the whole season to get that number one seed you know you you want everyone to come through Lambeau and for some reason like the weather seemed to affect them more than it affected San Francisco and they just they were dropping passes. Like I was just like, you could tell Rogers was, was upset, was disappointed. And I, I don't know where he goes from here. I, I can't see him in another uniform uh, to be honest, but it's, I, I don't understand how they all year. They're just making these big plays. And then it just seems like for Rogers, like he got that one Super Bowl, and that's been it. And, you know, as a franchise, you're, you're glad you get one, but, when you're in Green Bay, that's that's not enough, unfortunately. So, yeah, sometimes it doesn't go your way, and that's just the nature of the beast. Because at the end, they they're all all football teams are professionals. They're all trying to win. So, just because you were better in the regular, I'm starting to understand as I watch more games, as I get older, like just because you're the better team doesn't mean you deserve to win. You know, every yeah. you know they're going out with their eleven best, and you are too, and. And they're all trying to get paid. They're all trying to live up to a contract or get a bonus or, you know, on both sides, just because you you are the number one seed doesn't mean it probably percentage means you should win, but it doesn't mean you have the right to win. You know what I mean? And yeah. uh, Jimmy G came in with on his throwing hand, like still recovering from that surgery. He yeah, was he out was taking for it weeks. off. Like, at the beginning he took of it game, off right yeah. before he hit the field. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, Debo. Uh, you know, playing fucking running back and being the MVP of that Debo, team, obviously, man. right? Debo, yeah. Super gremlin. Shout out Debo, man. Like, he he really does everything you need a football player to do. Um, there are a lot of things like, oh, you, you put him in the running back now, you know, okay, so what? Like, he's shown that he can run the ball and you got yards after the catch. And, I mean, he's just – he's got that energy. He's got that dog in him. Um, so – Anytime he makes a big play, (laughs) anytime he makes a big play, like you can tell it affects both sides of the team. Like he just has that energy about him. And I mean, he's, he's been balling. He's probably going to be top fantasy pick next year, but uh, Jimmy G man, he is not impressive. He is not like by any means a super talented quarterback, but, he just kind of like does what needs to be done in football games. Like 
He runs the plays. Shanahan has a great scheme for him, and they just seem to somehow get it done. Like he he's been there before. You know, this yeah. isn't the first time he's he's done it. You know, he's he's been in Super Bowls. So I, it's funny because we said that the NFC West was the best division in football. Yeah, it's when, proven. When, yeah. You know, so now that's those those two teams that are in the NFC Championship game. So. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun championship weekend. I'm excited. Yeah, it'll be interesting, like you mentioned, to see where Rogers goes. Obviously, there's so many unknowns, not only because he is so unknown as a human being, as far right. as what decision he could make. He could he could retire just as much as he could go to any other team in the league or just stay. So I feel like every decision, every option that he has is equal at this point. There's no for me personally, there's no odds. There's no one one thing he'll do more than the other because he's so unpredictable. Because you know he's so uh, introspective and kind of is gonna beat to his own drum. He's gonna do what he wants. So, and then obviously the um, the decision the decision of Devonte Adams. He's a free agent, right? Too. So seeing, I don't know if one decision uh, relies on the other. You know, they they might say the Packers will franchise tag him and give him money, but I don't know how that'll work out. Maybe, you know, these days, just because you are a free agent or you'll get franchise tag doesn't mean uh, you can't not show up to training camp and demand a trade. You know, you never know right. with this shit. So, yeah, 100%. All right. So, from those games, Bengals and Packers move on. And then uh, to today's games, we, we, we got better. Just when you think, you know, yesterday's games were good and you were like, all right, coming down, obviously, from UFC, which we'll end on. Uh, you know, going into today with the Bucks and Rams, we got exactly what we thought we would. You know, uh, a slobber knocker of a game. In the second um, half, in the second, first second half, half was, was better. Yeah, yeah. first half it was looking ugly for a minute. First half it was what twenty to three or twenty to seven. Yeah. Okay, to and then yeah, I, obviously I thought it. I I thought it was over, not because I didn't believe Tampa could come back, but I thought all the Rams had to do was score two times, whether that was a field goal and a touchdown or two field goals, whatever. And then, obviously, the clock would just run out on them. I even congratulated Dom super early in the third. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, shit. Every time in the fourth, the game got more interesting. I was like, damn, I think I just might have jinxed them. But that game was pretty wild down the stretch. Um, yeah, it was like two two or three turnovers in a row. Like, I don't know how Tom Brady does this thing, like, year in and year out, like, his whole career. Like, 50, 54 attempts. It's a lot. It's a lot yeah. of throws. And he had he had fifty five last week, right? He uh, he had a lot. They mentioned it before. They mentioned it before that final drive. But I mean, he's got Mike Evans. That that's pretty much it. And Gronk. He had thirty seven like, last week. Oh, okay. I don't know why they said something else. But Tom Brady does crazy things, and it's never like super crazy plays either it's always like yeah. little dinks and dunks like because <laughs> he's not it's not like he's scrambling and creating right at the no. end of the day it's he's doing exactly what the play calls for meaning if the play is for you to look left and the options out there to dunk it off or to look right that there there is a creativity and there's a special thing for that too you know what i mean just because you could scramble around like calamari for 30 seconds and then launch it downfield. There's also a, enough to say about Tom Brady that could stay in that pocket like Peyton Manning used to and just get it done that way. Yeah. And I, he, he has no plans. Like he doesn't know what he's going to do either. Like he's just like playing it by ear and Brady's Brady's a, a different kind of dude in his own right too. You know, they, so I'm, that game, man, it was – I don't know how the Rams got down the field that quick to just – the we know football is a crazy sport and, like, playoffs and everything like that, but this year seemed to kind of just, like, have the, those plays, like, in every game, and it's never really like that. So I'm I'm hyped, man. I'm, I'm so hyped. Yeah, these just, games are going to be good. I've been betting on them, but still – <laughs> so shout out, shout out, Dom. Obviously, he was in Tampa with Mike. 
for that game. He had a couple of minions in front of him talking shit to him mm-hmm. um, that he posted on social. So he got the last laugh. And then we obviously go into the last game of the Bills and Chiefs, obviously, that we kind of touched on a little bit. Um, man, I really wanted the Bills to move on. I always like to – There's, uh, I'm kind of both ways with uh, sports. I like – sometimes I like dynasties and I, I enjoy watching them. And then there's other times where I'm like, I like the new up and coming. So like the new uh, Chiefs 2.0 would be the Bills. You know what I mean? Like what the Chiefs did two years ago, I want the Bills to be and then watch them out for the next five years. They're not in my conference, so I could care less. When <laughs> they beat each other up, whatever. So I enjoyed actually even more because it doesn't really affect my team um, in the NFC. But I wanted the Bills to win because I wanted, you know, everybody loves the Bills Mafia crowd. You know, the fans, that's always fun to watch, you know, hype. Yeah, they're, they're, they're super. Would you do that shit? Would you jump off a car and break a table? Uh, Yeah, of course I would, you know, (laughs) into my, uh, you know, back in the day, wrestling days, you know, as a kid, we used to, to, me and my brother used to jump off our bed, uh, bunk beds and land on the floor. He actually broke his elbow that way when we were like, Eight or nine years old, yeah. It's gotta be a so, trash injury, broken elbow. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah, no, I was traumatized. I was like nine, he was like six. It was tra- yeah, traumatizing. Yeah, it's trash. Um, but yeah, I, I I just wanted to see not somebody new. I'm not like that, but I wanted to see another franchise come up and and get what they deserve because they've been building the right way. They've been building the right way with the right, you know, group of players and, and management. So they'll have another shot next year and they'll be back. So I'm not. Too worried about them. They're gonna have to get that um home field advantage, I think. Yeah, right. That's their next step for sure, for sure. Yeah, because you don't want to go into Kansas City or you know maybe Cincinnati or whatever the case may be to try and win a playoff game. You want you want people going up there to Buffalo and you know playing your your style at your tempo and over there. So I think that's what they're going to have to do to take that next leap. Yeah. That's what you want because you, you don't ever, like you said about green Bay, you you want, you want the number one seed. You play for the number one seed and you play for home home field, no matter what you can't, because you don't want to be in a position where you lose and you're like, damn, I wish we would have played at home. You want to be able to walk away like green Bay and be like, we had the number one seed. We had everybody healthy. Everybody came back. We it was snow. Uh, you have a team that Jimmy G's never played in a game. They put this stat up: games that were played below zero or uh, in freezing, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rogers had like twenty two or twenty six in between that, and Jimmy G had zero. So, like you talk about home field advantage, you had the advantage, and at least it sucks that you walk away from. It with a with an L, but at least you can walk away and say we were set up to win. We did everything we yeah, did we right had before that. In our favor to, to get and the better w. and the better team won. Like I said, sometimes it doesn't make you feel better. Doesn't make you go to sleep faster or whatever. But at least you want to make sure you're set up as much as possible as a football team or any sport you're in to put you the best odds in your favor. So it just you know wasn't their week, wasn't their day. So I'll bet the fort went. Three and one this weekend. Shout three out you, one, baby. Three and one. You feel me? Yeah. You had, uh, you had everybody except the um. You had the the Packers, Packers winning over the Niners. Yeah, which like, was an upset. On. Yeah, that that's gonna piss me off because you know been riding high on the Packers all season, and they just they didn't even want a playoff game, bro. They should have just they should have just got the second seed and played last week and tried to do whatever like. I I'm I'm upset. I can't even imagine how Aaron Rodgers is right now. No, for sure. But shout out the <laughs> Niners because they showed yeah. the stat. They they've made the the NFC Championship five times in the last eleven years, and that's a big fucking deal. Like, what other team outside of anybody on Tom Brady's team, you know, has has done that? Different head coaches. It's yeah, and they've they're lost. They've head lost coaches. head coaches. They yeah. you know. uh with different quarterbacks, like they they had Kaepernick at one point. You know they had Jeff Garcia because uh, I think one of well, obviously one of those was when the Giants played that uh, we played um, them. I think Jeff Garcia was their quarterback. I believe so. Yeah. Um, so think about it. They had 
factor in that area wasn't like the same quarterback led them to five. Right. They had three or four three, within yeah. that five to lead them, or or three at least, um, which is like, crazy, bro. So shout out yeah. to them as a franchise. The crazy thing is, too, like they're always that one team that has a lot of injuries. Like, but you know they they lost their running backs the last few years, you know. But then this year it was like their defensive backs, but somehow like they just seem to have all these other players come in and step up and play way better than they're supposed to, but. They, they've had Jimmy G, who we already kind of talked about, and then Debo Samuel has really stepped up for them this year. And Kittle, Kittle needs to be healthy at all costs. Yeah. Because even though he had that big drop or whatnot, when he catches the football and he runs with it, it's, you know, he make, he make, it's the same thing with, um, who was I saying? Same thing with Debo. Like it affects that football team. They just, for whatever reason, they bring that different energy with them. And it's, it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch, even though it's nothing ever crazy. But I don't know if the Niners can beat the Rams, though. They did. They did. Now that uh, now that last... they get now that they got this far, anything I, I can't I can't say yeah, anything's impossible because I I my me myself my adult life have watched my team do it, and every time they played the next team, I said, "All right, this is it. If they lose here, I'm happy with it." And even up to the Super Bowl, Giants went to the Super Bowl. We were like, I, we don't have a fucking chance. There's no <laughs> shot, right? They won it. Three years later, whatever it was, four years later, they went again. I go, there's no way, right? I told myself. I told everybody. There's 0% chance. We do it again. Think about it. The probability of you, you doing it once. Then the probability of you doing it against, against an all-time great at that point. And this was before another three times you won or whatever. So it was like, there's no, and they did it again. So I cannot say the Niners have no chance because this shit, fucking any given Sunday now. Now we're back on Sundays yeah. only, right? Any right, given yeah, Sunday. Yeah. It's just, it's just. Never Sunday. know. Yeah, it's, man. The, I was, it's funny because I, when I was at the gym yesterday, I was looking at some like uh, some playoff prop bets, and the Niners and Bengals was was the least uh, Super Bowl game, and now we could probably get that. Like we could. That's great. Yeah, back in the Boomer Esiason yeah. days. Uh, no, it was uh, no, no, like uh, betting odds. Oh, betting okay, because the, the, the Niners, likely. the last time the Bengals went to the Super Bowl was versus the Niners back in the eighties. Yeah, I know I, that because Boomer. That. Yeah, Boomer was the MVP that season. Uh, random stat, I guess that I know or fact that I know. Um, but Boomer was the MVP that season. Uh, that was when Joe Montana and or I think it was Joe Montana, not Steve Young. I could be wrong. Either quarterback, but um, yeah, they lost that one. That was the last time the Bengals, the first and only time, Bengals went to the Super Bowl. I'm gonna look that up because I want to make sure I got that right. To anybody listening, that's yelling at their headphones right now. Bengals Super Bowl. Um, yeah. Anything else on football before we move on to UFC 270? Um, no, no, nothing I can think of. Just it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun, and then we're gonna have that crazy hangover for like eight months before the season starts again but yeah i'm actually sure. kind of looking forward to the pro bowl this year hopefully it's, it's a little more competitive and they need to bring back those um those competitions that they used to do like they the should because the pro bowl yeah all that kind the of pro stuff, bowl so. game itself doesn't get enough viewers so at the end of the day how do you get more eyeballs on it is have it like a weekend you know all-star nba all-star weekend they perfected it over the last 10 20 years with the way they do it, NFL's got to yeah. NFL's got to catch up. Obviously, it's a whole different game, but I stand corrected. The Bengals have made the Super Bowl twice. Once in 1981, it was against the uh, 49ers. So I think that's the year I'm referring to. Let me make sure. Yeah, they lost 26 to 21. Close let's game. see. Yeah, let's see who the was in there because I'm interested. Uh, who's the MVP? Oh, MVP Joe Montana. So I was right with that. I assume it was Boomer's team. Uh, let me see. Doesn't say there, but all right. At least I was half right. But they did make it again in 
So they made it in 81, which I didn't know they made it twice. Jesus. And they made it again in 88 um, of that year. Wow, they made it twice. Good for them. And they played this. They played the Niners in that one too. Jesus. That's crazy. All right, That's so it, I, I, I wasn't I wasn't wrong. Get. It was just they they did it twice. Yeah, MVP of that was Jerry Rice, twenty to sixteen. I think that was the Boomer year. That's if, a close uh, game too. Yeah, because that makes more sense that it was in '88 for sure. Um, wow. So they made it twice. Both times they made it um, to Super Bowl was uh, against the Niners. Yeah, Boomer. That was the year of Boomer. He won MVP of that year, and then. Uh, they played so wow, fucking Bengals make it to the Super Bowl. Uh, what twice more than the uh, Miami Dolphins in the last 40 years, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's a wild stat. All that shit talking, it's like Jesus. last 40 years, fucking hey. Bengals made it more than fucking the Dolphins, the Jets, all them teams. All right, UFC 270. Let's get right into it before we wrap it up. We want to make this show, you know, sweet and simple. We're in 35 minutes, but kind of wrap it up. Uh, By the way, I saw the championship fights. You only saw the championship (laughs) fight. Uh, Before we end, we do, uh, I'll mention at the very end, but we do have an interview with uh, Patrick of Billionaires Row, our unofficial official sponsor of the podcast. Uh, We're going to put that, we're putting this out on Monday morning. We're going to try to put that out, maybe space it in between, maybe Wednesday or Thursday, give people time to listen to this or other episodes and then listen to that. But um, UFC 270, jump right into the main event then. Um, What were you vibing out by yourself, watching it, uh, you know, legally, illegally, whatever it was, and and just, uh, you know, were you hyped for it before? Because I watched some hype videos and I got into it more than I was before I watched those, like kind of getting to know each guy, their story individually, how they were sparring partners, how they had the same coach. So talk to me. Yeah, no, I was, I was definitely hyped. Anytime it's a heavyweight championship, whether it's boxing or UFC, kind of just like you feel like the whole, if you're interested into like combat sports, like that whole world stops and everyone tunes in and Joe Rogan was super hype about it. DC was super hype about it before, but man, like you get two, it's not even like it's just heavyweights. It's two super freaky athletic heavyweights. Like they're mutants, like both of them. Thrillers. Like, yeah, like Nganu's muscles have muscles. That's how fucking Jack this Bro, dude his is. his back muscles? Yeah. His shit is insane. I was shrinking like, the fight in not even HD and you could see that. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. He's nuts. He's nuts. Yeah. And... You know, he's done some crazy things in the octagon. And then you got Cyril Gaon. Like, he's done some crazy things in the octagon, too. Both of these dudes are, like, 6'4", like, 260-plus. And Ghanu is almost 280. And they're they're doing things that people that big shouldn't be able to do. And at first, the, the fight, Gaon kind of was in control of that fight, like, the first two rounds. And then you kind of see Ngannou's, like, experience and – you know, championship mentality kind of take over. And as soon as he body slammed gone and dropped him, I was like, yeah, this, this shit's a wrap. Like 280 on you kind of just trying to rip your head off. That's what I told my brother. Like, that's not fun. And, and Ganu never does that. Like he's just always knocking people out. So the way that he was fighting and you can see like Joe Rogan was like, and Ganu's doing jujitsu and he's doing it good. Like he's doing it well. So yeah, he's been in the lab. For sure. Yeah, he's definitely been in the lab. Um, but Gon is Gon is freaky. He's he's definitely I mean, that was his first L. He's got a bright future ahead of him, but the UFC has to do right by Francis Nganu because if they lose him, it's it's gonna be bad. Like you don't want to lose your heavyweight champ. Um, and what do you mean by for for people who don't know that are curious? What do you mean by lose? Because I know kind of the contract uh, tweeted something. Yeah. What what do you mean by that? So they got to pretty much pay him, like just keep him under contract, do whatever, give that man his money, what he deserves. Cause like we were just talking about, like that's, that's the biggest fight heavyweight championship, you know, you, and just the fact that he's, he's beat, you know, the fighters that he's supposed to. And now he beat the biggest up and comer. Like you want, and, that and they could stay. have another fight. Yeah, I think they could uh, another, another, have another fight, fight is in, in the order. Absolutely. Yeah. Whether Absolutely. it's right away or maybe one more fight just to, 
you know, for formality purposes, but I think they should run it back immediately because I don't think yeah. Nganu dominated as you would think a heavyweight no. fight should go, which no. is great for the contender or the interim champion. So mm -hmm. run it back. Let's see it go again. But if they do run it back, he's going to want, you know, it almost pr proves his point even more about pay me. Fuck you, pay, pay me, him. they yeah. say. Absolutely. And I mean, nowadays there's, you have Jake Paul that's making millions of dollars boxing. So who the fuck is going to tell Francis Ngannou that yeah. he can't box? I'm not. Exactly. I'm not telling him that's that. That's what he said, right? Did he, <laughs> did he threaten like, oh, I could just go to boxing some shit? I heard, yeah. Like I've that's, seen that's what they like asked that. him after. It's like, well, what, what are you going to do now? So um, he, he can definitely box. Like he can go fight. Yep. Um What's his name? The Bronx Bomb. Wilder. Bronx, yeah, yeah, you can go not? fight Wilder. That, so, that would be you know exactly. Shit. And if Wilder has money. another big fight in him, because he can't fight Fury anymore, because that's over. But if he Correct. has, if Wilder has one more big uh, prize fight, because there it doesn't exist right now, and it probably won't. That would be the next prize fight. That yeah. would be it. Wilder Ngannou put it. I'm I'm paying yeah. one hundred dollars. People for will that. pay for it. Exactly. People will pay for it, and he'll make more money in that one fight. Then he made it his whole year. Probably career. in his whole career. Yep. And that's a shame. Well that's a fucking shame. Super like shame. you shouldn't be able to say that about not not just your heavyweight champ, but any of your champs in your division. So absolutely. USC, um, I'm glad we're on that topic. I know we're trying to keep this short, but they just launched um their own NFT platform. Um not oh, platform, nice. sorry, their own NFTs, um, UFC strike, and um the fighters are gonna get uh half half of whatever they okay. sell for. So, you know, if okay. you like UFC, if you support UFC, just Google search US, UFC NFTs and you, you can buy some. I think you can buy them with a debit card, credit card. You don't need any kind of cryptocurrency. And Ghana was plugging it the other day before the oh. fight. So they just launched, just launched this week. So there's some good moments out there that you can kind of scoop up for 15, 20, 30 bucks. Yeah, shout out to Rock for signing uh, the footwear of official uh, Project Rock. Signed a foot uh, footwear deal with UFC, where uh, they're also signed with Venom. They were previously yeah. with what Reebok. Um, so now they're Can't with, remember. Yeah, Venom. Yeah. The, Venom the Venom shirts are fire. The yeah, Venom no, they're they're fire. dope, dope logo. Uh, I mean, I like Especially that on the women. Yeah, <laughs> I hope that <laughs> UFC doesn't go the whole. You know, I'm a big Nike dude, but I hope they UFC doesn't go that typical brand stuff. They link up with brands that are trying to be entrepreneur coming up versus going to the typical Nikes and, and Adidas and all that, which I love that. Obviously rock is not struggling with his business, yeah, but it no, shows that not. it's come. It's up and coming though. It's not a billionaire. It's not a billion dollar uh, company. It's something that is right now in the beginning stages and what he's doing, anything the rock does. Um, I support uh, Terramana. I just Terramana, try baby. I just drank the other day for the second time ever and good stuff. Great. didn't have a hangover. Drank it straight down the bottle in, in a night and it was it was good. Me Easily, and Bree yeah. have so anything the rock touches or does, uh, obviously he's got black item that's coming out. I think it's gonna be on Netflix or something like that. Or maybe it's on Disney. I'm not no, it's on it's a DC movie, so it'd be on Netflix, I think. Um yeah, he's 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 moving. So shout out the rock for getting that deal done because that's you know he's got the XFL coming up. This dude, like, how does how how does he sleep? He's the new Shaq. Bro, I slept till I needed I needed sleep this weekend because of the long week I had. Waking up at like five thirty six uh, every other day this week, doing whatever, going to bed late. But I, I slept in today for sure. Eleven o'clock. Nice. No shame in that. And I'm like, bro, I still need that one day where I need to, to sleep in. How the nice. fuck? How how the fuck does he do it? I don't understand how many hours a day in his day he's does he have that vitamins. we're not getting vitamins. Yeah. <laughs> he's got the limitless pill. For real. And just to wrap up the UFC, um, Moreno, love his story of the first Mexican champion, uh, yeah. gets defeated in th that was number three of their bouts, right? Yeah, the third one. The trilogy. Yeah. That was yeah. that was great. It that that wasn't exci as exciting as I thought it would be. It had some moment. It had Until more like the last like two minutes. They just yeah. started like duking it oh. out. Yeah, I go back in. right now, and I'm gonna go back and, and you know yeah. eventually it's on ESPN. That's Plus how close that it. fight was. They both knew it. They both knew it that that fight was close. And like, man, there was the, see that's like the thing with you know 
the UFC, like, yeah, you got your coaches. Yeah, you got, like, sparring partners and whatnot. But at the end of the day, like, for that championship belt, it's just you versus that person right in front of you who's trying to knock you out just like you are. So that's what's – man, that's what's so hype about it. And, like, it's fun. It's a fun sport. Those dudes were – even – Bro, even though they're like five four or whatnot, like I want no problems with either. Bro, of them five boys. five <laughs> and five seven, one twenty five. Yeah. I'm like, that's basically like breeze size, like height yeah. and weight. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they hit hard. Like they yeah. were hitting each other hard. Like Moreno's left hook is money, but I'm glad yeah, that could be uh, a four. There could be a fourth one yeah. coming in in maybe a year or so yeah. because. That wasn't uh, a dominant by either one, so either, that could be no. another one that, that we was see super again. Close. Yeah, Davison, man, he he figured it out, and they, I feel like they gave it. You know, they kind of. It's tough, you know, it's tough, but I don't want to say that they gave it to him to give it to him, but those two dudes are at the top of their class, and they want that fourth fight. You know, I mean, who else is he going to fight? I don't really know too much about it, but you it's want like, those yeah, two that... dudes fighting. Yeah, I think it's bantamweight, right? Uh, flyweight. Flyweight, Jesus. But like I said, all the all yeah, flyweight, bantamweight is uh, let me see the weight in that. Uh, it doesn't say because there was another fight which was the oh my god, Joe Rogan. Uh, uh, you didn't watch any of the pre uh the pre fights? No, no, I was at the Joe gym. Rogan. Joe Rogan tried to say num. Naga Madoff, um, and he yeah. fucked it up, dude. He oh, fucked it dude, up when he that one. He bro. said it, bro. He fucked up before you get into that. He tried. He said the name real quick, and he fucked it up. He was like Naga Magna Na Madoff, and I was like, bro, Joe Rogan got to put the edibles down, dog. He was. Yeah. He said that name. He said the name like we would say it if we were just saying it right. And I'm like, bro, this is your job, bro. Naga <laughs> <laughs> we'll Go ahead on that fight. Shit. Dude, yeah, go ahead, no, man. Like, I saw a tweet like right before it that said, "Uh, first first round knockout is plus seven hundred is the best bet of the event." I was like, "Whatever, I didn't take it," and I was eating something before the fight was starting. And I was like, "All right, let me go put the food, you know, let me go put the plate in the sink, whatnot. I'll be good." I came back. Shit was, was a wrap. Over. Shit was a wrap. It was yeah. like 30, 45 seconds. Those Russian know, boys are taking over the, the game. What the hell just happened, bro? That shit was crazy. Yeah, it was like a back like choke. Like that shit was deep. I was like, man, I don't want to fight any of them boys coming out of Khabib's camp. Nope. Good. I'm good. good. Save that. <laughs> the last thing I have about UFC was I'd never seen the guy uh Pereira fight before. And my boy, oh. uh, my neighbor Kelsey was over and he was like, Oh, this guy, he does some like backflips and shit, shit during yeah. a fight and i'm like this man doesn't do a backflip in a fight yeah, right and they showed him before the fight doing backflips but in like warming up in his dressing room i was like all right i i get he could do a backflip this motherfucker was like a yeah. uh, a spider monkey bro yeah jumping using the, the cage and, yeah. doing flips doing all these summers i was like oh he actually fights like this he's mm-hmm. a nut yeah he i need to nut. go back <laughs> in the lab and watch a bunch of his fights because that is yeah, the most bro. ludicrous thing I've ever seen in a fight. Like him yeah. just jumping around, you running around. Like, you know, you're nope. in a fight, <laughs> fighting somebody, and the dude that you're fighting just does a somersault or a backflip or some shit. Like, bro, bro I'm no. leaving. I'm walking I'm away. Good. I'm like, all right, bro, you won. You won. Like, it's cool. Like, you over here doing a backflip, trying to drop kick me like you are in WWE. Like, yeah, nah, bro, nah, bro. I don't I do not do that. No, thank you. Yeah, I'm, that was I'm wild. Straight. So that was the last point I had on UFC because once I seen that, I was like, "Ooh, we're gonna have a night." Because I was like, the fourth to last fight or the third. To, that was before the co-main event, as they. Oh no, that was a, yeah, that was right before the Moreno fight. That got me hyped because I was a little like bored at that point. Obviously, like you said, the the other Russian dude beat him in forty seven seconds. So then it was like eh, a little standoffish. The other fight ended in one round. Uh, the other uh, was one. Wow, there was, there was a lot of one round fights. Like I think six out of eight of before the main event were. So it's kind of boring at that point in a way. But um, uh, shout out for David. Um, I've been, one three I've and three. Pick, I've been picking better than him on the on the main cards and and hey, the main events lately. I've, hey, I've had his this number. was the. This was the first time we posted his picks and then followed up by what he went through. So I'll give him I'll give him a break because there's other times where he went like five and one, four and two, and stuff like that. So I'll give him a break personally because I don't have the 
the, the I try story. to I try to tell him, bro. I try I'm to saving him. it now, though. I'm gonna save it now. I'm gonna save his own highlight on our page. I'll do that now. So, um, let's see, Fort David UFC, UFC yeah. I can't do picks. Yeah, we got a we, we got a good um good few fights coming up. Um, Jerry Pradoshka, however you say his last name, is fighting um Glover Teixeira. I think that's light heavyweight. Um. Tied to Ivasa's fighting Derek Lewis coming soon. That's going to be a hell of a fight. Um, I'm I'm excited. I want to see McGregor get back in there. So, yeah, you got some good stuff. We got some good stuff for for the UFC. Absolutely. So, a couple shout outs before we wrap up. Um, random, but shout out. We I've been noticing. Uh, I know we put it up on on social media that. Uh, we get some views from random like Costa Rica, Canada, now Russia. And I thought the Russia thing was like a one view thing or a two view thing. They got like four views. I don't know. It's probably the same person. So the fact that could be, shout, bro. Yeah. Shout out Russia, whoever Indeed. you're. Um, if you follow us on any social it's media Hasbulla. and you listen to us, <laughs> yeah, imagine, right? I, I, now you just gave me an idea for a post, but if you're listening right now and you're from Russia, that are, is that same person that's listening to us. We appreciate you. Uh, DM us, find us on anything and Facts, let yeah. us know who you are because that's, um, I'm very curious to know who you are. I'm going to have to mention it again next episode in the beginning, just so that person, you know, maybe gets, you know, they skip this part of the episode. So I'll mention it again in the beginning and then shout out to you. Uh, Charlie, for getting that new deal. Hey, yeah. Oakland, baby. Talk man. about that. That's family Oakland. right there for you. Yes, sir. Absolutely. I mean, he's he's hype about it. He's been training. Um, they're they're both excited. Uh, him and Gabby. Um, I'm excited for them to step up. I mean, I know it's not like no major team, but it's new it's team, a, you gotta prove yourself all over again. It doesn't yeah, matter, you know what I mean? League up, and I mean, we've we've shared some of his stuff on our story. I've shared some of his stuff on on my story, and I mean, kid, kid does some crazy stuff on on the soccer pitch with his with Ooh, his goals. His, get that pitch. See me? You see me? I see you. I'm out, I'm out here. I'm out here. <laughs> so, um, yeah, great free kicks, penalty kicks, like lefty. To boot. be the yeah, to be the dude to you know take those free kicks and those penalty kicks. You can, you can't just be anybody on the squad. You, you got to be someone that knows what they're doing and whatnot. So, I'm hyped for them. Um, I didn't go visit them in Arizona just because, you know, my former employment. But I, I already told Gabby if if they're not that crazy about the COVID stuff and they're not trying to, you know, pat me down and check me down mm-hmm. and make sure I got 17 some, different ID put cards. Put things to, in you. Yeah, to Pause. make sure that I, I'm good. <laughs> I'll definitely go out there and not just go to his games, but just go to California, Bay Area, Oakland, whatnot. So. They're, they're in a good spot. It's and if not, just jump on the there. pod. Vibe with us. Yeah. Head to the lab. You know yeah, what I mean? We're we gonna get that done for sure. We're gonna we're gonna, gonna, we're gonna have to now. we're gonna have to book them for uh for February. We're trying to get a at least a guest a month. I already booked and I'll tell talk to you on the side. I already booked somebody for April around a, a certain event just to have that person on and talk about what <laughs> nice. we talk about normally, but also talk about something that's going on in April. So we're we got uh we got two openings. We're trying to do at least one guest a month just to uh, you know, either change it up or like have different vibes. But um, you know, we have Patrick <clears throat> uh, of, of Billionaires Row. Uh, we recorded it this past week. Uh, we're gonna drop it during the week, so look out for that. During uh, we'll just kind of that was a great interview, man. That was a great interview. I great was, interview, and we attacked it from all forms, yeah, whether it was life, entrepreneur, uh, what what you know, kind of relating James on there. All three of us never talked. I mean, he he logged yeah. on. I know him personally um, for a few years, but that was the first time we really I, – I got to have a full conversation. Obviously, sometimes we're talking and there's a lot going on, whether we're at a party or something. That's kind of where we, we link up, where we see each other uh, through his wife. But that was the first time I really sat down and talked to him when it was in this setting. So – we, we really got to know kind of who he is as a person, got to know what he's doing uh, with uh, Billionaire's Row. And, and obviously, you know, Fort asked the, the big question, you know, and we won't reveal the answer, but we 
you know, we, we asked two. I asked one was how, how was the numbers of billionaires row since, um, you know, becoming the unofficial official uh, sponsor of the pod. And then for, you know, you know, hold no, held no punches. He was like, Hey man, when are we flipping that to uh, the official sponsor yes, of the pod? And he gave yes, us an sir. answer. We won't give it away. You'll have to tune into that interview and uh, and see what he answers. And I was very excited about what his response, by the way. Yeah, I was too. Definitely. So big, things. I mean, big things coming. We're working in the background, just trying to get better things for you, better content. Um, just trying to Having figure some it fun out with it, man. You know, week by week. So I'm excited, man. Baseball got to figure out the lockout because it's about, it's about that time for, yeah. for baseball season. So speaking of that, I got on. I got somebody on, on on the side too, and we'll talk off the record. Uh, for right. we were tr- we were trying to get him on for <laughs> utility players. We never linked up. He um had other obligations, personal going on. Um, but maybe we'll do like a baseball preview. Chop it up here. Um, hey, if you're not into sports and you listen to us for other things or vice versa. We're trying to put out at least, you know, one to two episodes per, what, seven to ten days. So at least you get something. This was like the biggest main sport episode we, we've done. For like sure. Everything else yeah. is not. And we really were due good. for it because there, there's a lot of people yeah. that do listen to us, probably more than the other that listen to us for sports. And and then we could talk about it in group chat. So I did feel happy about getting a, a, a pure sports episode in there mixed with our life episodes because I, I I do enjoy the business talk and the life stuff that we we go back and forth because it's uh I feel like everybody in group chats like I try to think what in a podcast what do you want to talk about it's like it's easy just what do you talk about in a in a pot in a group chat in an Instagram mm-hmm. group in a Snapchat group whatever conversations you guys throw back and forth memes wise or debates or arguments that's what we want to talk about here you know yep Miami Heat, second place in the Eastern Conference Finals. Haven't been healthy all year. Just getting banned back. Bitch, what's up? Yeah. Heat Nation. Culture shit. After today, (laughs) live on Sunday, January 23rd, they are officially first in the East. We are because the Nets lost, and you can see it behind me over here. They lost by 11. Irving had 30 points. We didn't play well tonight, so we deserve to lose, but we're a half game back. We play Miami Heat and the Brooklyn Nets play each other. Let me get that. They play each other in February. Yep. February 12th, Saturday, they play each other. Maybe I'll get tickets. I'm not sure because tickets are expensive now that the Brooklyn Nets are a legit team like that, and right. it's hard to you know get anything less than 150 for upper deck, which is ridiculous. I'd rather watch at home with a fucking well, two TVs man. or in the living room. You know what I mean? $26 for alcoholic beverage. Bruh, it's expensive. <laughs> you, you, the drive down there is expensive by itself, whether it's gas or toll, whatever it is. Parking. It's fucking parking. And then you got the, yeah, you got, you're paying, you know, you get a, a beverage, a couple beverages and some, a meal. That's a hundred. If you go by two people, you know, 50 and 50. So, I'd rather watch it at home. Facts. But anyway, yep. Yep. Um, that is, yeah, that's it on my end. Anything for you? Um, nah, I can't really think of anything. Just big changes coming, trying to figure things out. So we'll see. We'll see what happens in, in the next few weeks. I'm, I'm hype. I'm excited. It's going to be, you know, a little bit of challenge, but it's been done before, so we can do it again. I like it. it yeah, absolutely. Just keep, right, keep striving one day at a time. Sounds yes, good. So we kept this under an hour, which was a, a little longer than we thought. But I love that. It's just the both oh, of us now at this point where it, there's no time limit. As long, hey, we could we could do two hours if we want because it's you know just fifty fifty at this point. We could vibe out as long as we want, so we don't sell it, uh, ourselves short on the quality part. But episode five, enter the lab, your boy. For Tama Elvis Escobar, uh, tune in this week for the interview with Pat of Billionaires Row, and you know um, definitely leave us a review, a comment, like us on or follow us on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Also, YouTube channel, subscribe so you get kind of the alerts when we upload the videos. Absolutely. So uh, tune in for that uh, Sunday. It is this will drop on Monday. Have a good night. Peace. Peace.